0: Underway early on a Saturday. Steve Thompson, Josh Wheeler is our producer. Shaletta has a day off. We have Twins playoff action. Game one of the American League Division Series at Houston. Our pregame show, an extended lineup card beginning at 2.45. First pitch at 3.45 today. It'll be future Hall of Famer Justin Verlander for the Astros. Bailey Ober getting the start in game one for the Twins. It is a best of five series, first two in Houston. Then they come back to the Twin Cities early next week. We'll have much more on the Twins. We'll keep an eye on a big day in college football. Minnesota and Michigan tonight. The number two Wolverines come to town with the little brown jug. And... That'll be interesting. Andy Greeter will join us. The Loons have fired their head coach, Adrian Heath. Once again, Andy Greeter to join later in the program. Uh, We'll have much more from Houston. Phil Miller will join from the Star Tribune. We'll have highlights from uh, the first two games of the playoffs in that uh, sweep of Toronto in the wild card round. It is all on the way today, but we want to get started go outdoors steve carney here we are in october hunting season cranking up uh and, and the fish i, I believe are, are still biting somewhere steve carney outdoors.com steve how you been
1: i am frozen steve absolutely <laughs> frozen i'm uh, out in the middle of the lake up here by battle lake minnesota i got a couple of guys from big lake here we're uh Trying to tough it out. It's cold. we got gloves on, um, you know, ice armor stuff, and we're batting down the hatches. We're getting a fish here and there. It's not great. Um, you know, we had that big front come in this week with heavy winds, and uh, so we're we're toughing it out. We're, uh, you know, trying to do the best we can, but uh, it could be better. Fishing could be better.
0: Yeah, and what, what do you expect? I mean, is it part of the front? Do you expect the, the, the fall bite in earnest? once things calmed down
1: i i think so you know we had this weather come in and you know the temperature drop was about 30 degrees but it really helped the duck hunting and uh, the deer hunting really improved just right after that came in tuesday wednesday i was uh, fortunate to take a doe on wednesday night with my bow and the duck hunting has uh you know improved there's a lot of migrant birds that have moved in from northwestern minnesota just in the last two days, so it's kind of a good news, bad news thing. The front is really good for hunting, but uh, it's really slowed the fishing down, so um, it's probably 42 degrees out here right now, and mm. it's, uh, it's doable, but it's uh, not balmy by any means.
0: Yeah, quite a change from a hot, dry summer. What about all the rain? What have you seen uh, on the water, in the woods? Uh, have the lakes responded? Have levels gone up a bit?
1: Yeah, it certainly has and I've noticed that in the last week or so. We've got some really good rains through northern Minnesota and now the lakes are up a little bit now. You can get into some of these lakes we couldn't get in before. So definitely went up maybe eight to ten inches, I suppose, just generally speaking. Not nothing, you know, gigantic but definitely an improvement over what it was. So um uh, we can bring on more rain uh any time would help and it's not where not nearly near where it should be, but we're better off than we were a month ago.
0: All right. You got your dough on Wednesday. Um, what, what have you seen in the woods? Has uh, the moisture helped there as well?
1: Yeah. You know, water sources are really key right now for sure. But, you know, this front that came in is now starting to trigger some pre-rut activity. And we're going to start seeing a lot of scrapes and rubs this week. And this is the time of October when things just kind of get started. A lot of the bucks are leaving their bachelor groups now and spreading out, and I'm starting to see more bucks than I did before, and it's just going to get better and better, and Wednesday night, I had just the perfect doe opportunity to tag. I was very happy about that, because I've had some encounters so far in the last couple of weeks that have been really frustrating, some close calls, so it was really nice to to tag a deer here before, uh, you know, we start getting into that buck season, so Looking forward to it, it looks like 50s, 60s the next uh, probably week or 10 days, which is going to be really good to kind of kickstart that. And there'll be more ducks coming down, too, uh, especially with uh, the weather up in Canada being a lot colder than it is here. And that's, that's really what we need.
0: And, Steve, another one I want to bring up, pheasant opener around the corner. Reports are generally good that this could be a good pheasant season.
1: Yeah, you know, Steve, it's really hard to tell. You know, the crops are coming in right now. The corn harvest is just really kind of kicking into gear. And we really don't know what the numbers are specifically. Um, When they're really, really up, you'll see them on the dirt roads, the gravel roads, you know, that we travel a lot. But I can't say I've really seen a lot of numbers. So I think once the corn harvest is done, beans are done, then we're going to see what the numbers are is you really never know, you know, what the what the true numbers are until you get into the season, and then you know for sure. Most of it's speculation, you know, at this time of the year.
0: All right, Steve, where are you going to be uh, beyond today, warm up a little bit? Uh, what, what have you got in the coming week?
1: Well, I'm going to stick to, to the bow stands, maybe, you know, move a couple things around, but mainly get after the waterfowl, and especially with, you know, some of the diver ducks are starting to show up, like the redheads, backs, which usually come down at this time. So I'm going to be hitting the duck hunting, I think, a lot this week. A little bit of bow. And after this fishing today, I'm going to take a fishing break. It's uh, it's cold. It's uh, not quite into the fall bite yet. So uh got to go with uh, where the action is.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, good luck out there. And uh, we'll do it again in one week.
1: All right. Sounds great, Steve. Have a great day.
0: There he is, Steve Carney, Steve Carney Outdoors.com joined us uh each and every Saturday, depending on sports schedules, twins later. Twins Astros Game One of the American League Division Series, Verlander against Ober, much more on that coming up. Now, uh we're we're gonna talk about uh, speaking of the the twins in Houston today. The, there's a big watch party today and tomorrow. At Target Field. We'll get you all, all the details on that with Matt Hodson in a moment. Still a chance to pick up tickets uh, for these postseason games coming up at Target Field, and, and we'll get into all of that with Matt. Uh, also, we'll run down the Twins postseason roster for the American League Division Series. That was released earlier today. We do know Bailey Ober will be on the mound. Once again, our lineup card at 245 today. First pitch coming up at 345 today. Here on the home of the Twins, News Talk, E3OWCCO. Minnesota-Houston later today, an extended pregame lineup card at 245. First pitch, 345. Bailey Ober future Hall of Famer Justin Verlander in Game 1. It is a best-of-five division series beginning today. First two in Houston, but Twins fans can gather at Target Field. There's a big watch party for Games 1 and 2. And joining us to tell us all about that and more, Matt Hodson, Director of Baseball Communications with the Twins, and Matt, happy Po's season. great start for the Twins as they sweep the wild card round.
2: Yeah, happy postseason to you too, Steve. It's uh, uh this week has been just magical. Uh, some two of the best environments I have ever been a part of at Target Field this week. It, it just awe-inspiring, you name it. That's it, what it was, and we can't wait to keep this keep this rolling. And uh, with ALDS here, and and happy to have Twins fans come together and watch Twins baseball at Target Field postseason style beginning this afternoon.
0: Yeah, and be able to watch it on that gigantic, brand-new scoreboard, high above Love Field. It's going to be a fun environment. Tell us more. Uh, what are the details? When do the gates open, et cetera?
2: Yeah, we're uh, we're inviting Twins fans to come watch games one and two on the biggest of big screens, our, <laughs> our new uh, video right. board there at Target Field. Uh, it's free admission to come out to Target Field today or tomorrow. Uh, our only ask is that you go to com slash watchparty and reserve your spot just so we – Know how many folks are coming out, uh, but then it's free to get into the to get into Target Field. Gates will open an hour before first pitch, so today two thirty, uh, and then tomorrow uh, six o'clock. And uh, again, it's free to come out to Target Field and, and watch your Twins uh, play in the postseason. We'll have a concession stands open for food and beverage purchase. Uh, we're going to have folks up in the Delta Sky 360 club level uh, just to, to stay warm and in case there's any inclement weather. And, and if there's enough folks, then we'll uh, we'll open up the seating bowl as well. But, again, it's a chance to come together with your fellow Twins fans, wave those hankies, and uh, and watch the Twins at the Astros on, the, on our big, big, big screen.
0: And same deal on Sunday as well.
2: Same deal on Sunday as well, yes. And that uh, gates will open at 6 o'clock uh, before the 7 o'clock first pitch in Game 2. Uh, and again, same deal. Uh, you go to twins. dot com slash watch party to reserve your spot. Uh, we'll have concession stands open. So after you watch the Vikings beat the Chiefs, come on over and uh, and watch game two.
0: Yeah, great stuff. And uh, the, that new video board is spectacular. We we had talked about it in advance of it being installed, and to actually see it in action this year at Target Field, it's it's pretty incredible. It'll be it fun to incredible. watch the ball game. Over. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's 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 a majestic screen. The the quality, the HDR level. I mean, it's it is sharp. Uh, the picture on there, it's, it's amazingly clear. And that'll be a really fun environment to not only to watch it, watch games one and game two on that big screen, but then to be able to, you know, to be with your fellow Twins fans and share that intensity and that emotion and that passion, and hopefully cheer on a, a couple wins here down in Houston.
0: All right, Matt, a uh, couple other things. If people want to be in the ballpark for the American League Division Series at Target Field, are tickets still available? How, if people want to be in the ballpark, how do they do it?
2: Very limited number of tickets still available. Go to twins.com uh, to to purchase your tickets or give us a call at 1-800-33-TWINS. Uh, I will say the only way left to ensure your access not only for ALDS, uh, but any potential games going on if we should advance to the LCS uh, is by coming to, becoming a twin season ticket holder. Um, that will ensure as- access uh, for every remaining home playoff game. But uh, if not, there are still very limited single game tickets available for both games in th- three and four, uh, and going very very fast.
0: And and that is really the way to go because that there could be up to ten. 10- postseason games still at target field two in the division series four in the championship series and then beyond that uh, there there could be uh four home games in the world series so there are a lot of opportunities and and being part of that uh season ticket family it would would be a good way to go
2: yeah absolutely and you know it means a season ticket package for next year doesn't mean a guarantee for all 81 games you can do a, a 20 game package you could do a flex 20 package we have a variety of packages to meet your, your budget and your needs. But, you know, yeah, the, the awesome thing about this October is not only are we showing that we're ready right now, but the future is very, very bright here between Royce Lewis, uh, Edward Julian, Matt Walner, uh, Correa is here another five, at least another five years beyond this. The future is very bright for sustained success. So come be a part of the fund in 2024 and guarantee that you could be at Target Field for however long this October r- ride lasts this year.
0: So there's still opportunities to be in the ballpark uh, for the remaining postseason games. Once again, TwinsBaseball.com. Uh, and, and then, Matt, circle back around to today and tomorrow. If people want to be part of the watch party, what yep. do they need to do in advance before they come to Target Field?
2: Uh, go to com slash watch party and reserve your ticket. It's free, but that just helps us give us a head count so we know all the areas of the ballpark we need to open. Uh, but again, free, twins.com slash watch party. Reserve your ticket. Come cheer on your twins with your fellow twins fans. Watch the game on our Jumbotron. And let's go get a win today in Houston.
0: All right. Very good, Matt. Good to visit with you. Enjoy the ball game today and, of course, tomorrow. And then, of course, uh, the playoffs return to Target Field next week.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We can't wait to see everybody at the ballpark here for the watch parties. And then when uh, when we're playing. Uh, and just one other note, for however long our postseason journey lasts, we will be hosting watch parties at Target Field for every road game. So uh, make your plans accordingly, and we'll see you at the ballpark.
0: All right, good deal. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Matt Hodson once again joining us, director of baseball communications and uh, so generous with his time during the season uh, here on News Talk, e WCCO. We did get that postseason roster. And believe me, we'll get you up to date on college football, the other sports headlines uh, throughout the afternoon before we turn it over uh, to the Twins. So, So we will have a college football scoreboard coming up momentarily. Red River rivalry underway in Dallas, Oklahoma, and Texas. Figures to be a wild day there. Tonight, the little brown jug on the line at Huntington Bank Stadium, Minnesota, and number two, Michigan, Andy Greeter scheduled to join us. At about 145 today to talk about that, Adrian Heath out as Loon's coach. But uh, here is uh, the Twins postseason roster. Uh, Don't see a ton of surprises here. 12 pitchers, Deron Gray, Jax, Lopez, Maeda, Ober, Paddock, Pagan, Ryan, Stewart, Thielbar, and Varland Catchers, Jeffers, Vazquez, they've gone that way all year. On the infield, Correa, Farmer, Julian, Kirilov, Luis, Polanco, Solano, outfielders, four of those. Kepler, Taylor, Stevenson, and Walner. And then uh, Willie Castro is the utility player, and he can play all over the diamond. So that is Rocco Baldelli's roster for the American League Division Series beginning today, no Byron Buxton, not available uh, due to injury, but uh, is with uh, the ball club. It 12:27 here at News Talk, e WCCO. Speaking of the Major League playoffs, uh, we're focused so heavily on the Twins and the Astros, and rightfully so, but a full slate of games in the big leagues today. Uh okay. Texas and Baltimore, they're in a rain delay. That game was scheduled to start uh, at 1.03 Eastern time, so they are in a rain delay at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Tonight, Philadelphia and Atlanta, game one and Arizona in L.A. That is the night cap starting at 8.30-yard time. So Texas-Baltimore in a rain delay at the moment. And once again, Twins and Astros, they have a roof, so no worry about weather problems in Houston. And then, of course, Philadelphia and Atlanta and Arizona and the L.A. Dodgers in the nightcap. And then, of course, uh, Twins and Astros in Game 2, and that one will be at 7.03 Central Time tomorrow night. Our pregame show begins at straight up 6 o'clock. Once again, first pitch at 7.03 tomorrow night. The NL takes the day off tomorrow Texas and Baltimore the other game, and that is tomorrow afternoon at 3.07 Central Time. 12.28 here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. We'll get you up to date on the world of college football. Coming up following the weather here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. Twins and Astros coming up later on. We're about two hours and ten minutes from an, an extended lineup card hosted by Chris Atterbury. And that'll be at 2.45. First pitch, 3.45. Hall of Famer Justin Verlander. Future Hall of Famer Justin Verlander. Slam dunk. Bailey Ober will get the start in game one. So how about that? A lot of people were speculating. Could be Joe Ryan. But uh, Bailey Ober will get the call. Kentamaeda available in the bullpen. Uh, Joe Ryan available in the bullpen. Uh, Word is it would be... Pablo Lopez in Game 2, Sonny Gray in Game 3 of the series. And if you look ahead to Sunday, Pablo Lopez slated in uh, to start. It'll be Lopez against Valdez in uh, Sunday night's Game 2. And then Tuesday at Target Field, Sonny Gray already penciled in. Houston has not announced a starter in that series. By the way, we'll get you up to date on what's going on in college football. Uh, Red River rivalry underway in Dallas on a sunny day down there. Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, back to the Twins, though, for a moment. Sneak peek at the lineup right now. We still have uh, a lot more on the Twins coming up later on in the program. Right, here on News Talk A three O W WCCO, and and by the way, ton of Twins content. Available online as well, com or on the Odyssey app. ton of interviews all week long, uh, reliving the glory of the sweep in the wild card round over the Toronto Blue Jays. A lot of great plays, great pitching, uh, great fielding in that series. Carlos Correa was just absolutely phenomenal. So a ton of content available Online, but to Ober and Verlander today. Here's how the twins are going to go behind Bailey Ober today. Eddie Julian will lead off and play second base. Jorge Polanco will be at third and bat second. Royus Lewis is the DH and will bat third. In the cleanup spot, Max Kepler will be in right. Batting fifth at first, Alex Kirillov. Batting six at short, Carlos Correa, of course. Big storyline going into the series. Correa returning to Houston. Twins and Astros in the playoff. Matt Walner will be in left and bat seventh. And Ryan Jeffers will catch and bat eighth. Michael A. Taylor will bat ninth and be in center field in the ballgame today. So here is the lineup behind Bailey Ober. Julian Polanco-Lewis, Kirillov, correa Walner-Jeffers, and Taylor. And once again, uh, we'll we'll go through that again one more time. And, by the way, later on in the program, have highlights from games one and two and relive uh, the the good vibes. Great atmosphere at Target Field uh, for the first two games of the playoffs and that wild card round sweep of the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, huge college football day today. And uh, Red River rivalry. And Josh Wheeler, Oklahoma Sooners fan, Oklahoma native, is our producer in studio today. All right, Josh, uh, it's all yours. Get us up to date. What's going on? Red River rivalry in Dallas. Uh, This is going to be a wild day. So so hang in there. Yeah, uh,
3: so far it literally is a Red River shootout between these two teams. It's been kind of a messy first quarter for both teams, but uh, overall it's been uh, kind of more so in OU's favor. They've definitely... Have been driving the ball more smoothly. Texas is getting more penalties, which is really costing them uh, a lot of field position so far in this one. But yes, uh, this is as back uh, back and forth as it gets.
0: Yeah. So one uh, w- one of the great traditions of college football, uh, w- with all the w- w- with all the uh, movement of of teams and so on and so forth. Hopefully, this is a tradition that will live on. Uh, the annual Red River rivalry. Uh, At the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, number 12, Oklahoma, leading number 3, Texas. Late second quarter, 17-13. Other games now in the top 25. Number 4, Ohio State hosting Maryland, tied at 10, late second quarter. That's a surprise. There's no doubt about it. At the half, number 23, LSU. Number 21, Missouri. And uh, the uh, Tigers lead the Tigers 25-17. Yeah, the home team, Missouri, leading that. 25-17, 2517. And you gotta wonder if Brian Kelly's on the hot seat. They're they're three and two, two and one in the NCC. They're down at the half at Missouri. I think if the LSU Tigers get beat by the Missouri Tigers today, uh, Josh, I, I don't think it's a stretch. Brian Kelly's squarely on the hot seat. You don't last long at LSU, and he came in with all this fanfare and they could be three and three after today.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it has not been a good run lately for the old Tigers as far as coaching. I, honestly, it's <laughs> one might say they have not been the same since Les Miles was at the helm for them. It's kind of been downhill since then.
0: Yeah, and it it just seems like uh, a coaching carousel. Now Brian Kelly and like I say, three and three would not uh, go real well. Uh, down there in the bayou. Number 13, Washington State takes on UCLA at the Rose Bowl later today. Virginia Tech at number five, Florida State. Number 11, Alabama visits Texas A&M. Uh, that game coming up this afternoon. That is a featured game on CBS. Uh, Syracuse, number 14, North Carolina. I think go fans saw who uh, good... Uh, the Tire Heels are this year. They they dominated the Gophers in that one. Number 20, Kentucky at number one, Georgia tonight. Number two, Michigan takes on Minnesota. Michigan by eight and a half. The over-under, 46 and a half. Andy Greeter will join us in about an hour and not only talk Golden Gopher football, but the fact that the Loons have moved on from Adrian Heath. Those are his two beats is his main beats with the Pioneer Press, and we'll get into that in about an hour. Also tonight, Arkansas, number 16, Ole Miss. That is in Oxford, Mississippi. Tonight on ABC, number 10, Notre Dame. Number 25, Louisville. Georgia Tech, number 17, Miami. Number 24, Fresno State. On the road at Wyoming. Number 15, Oregon State visits Cal. And it's Arizona at number 9, USC. So those are the games in the top 25. Sliding over to the Big Ten today, here's what's going on Big Ten football-wise. Wisconsin leading Rutgers 17-0 in Madison at the half. Howard visits Northwestern this afternoon. Purdue is at Iowa. Uh, the Hawkeyes 4-1, 1-1 and in the Big Ten. And, of course, there was a game on Friday night. Nebraska uh, beat Illinois 20-7. to this was a terrible football game. Uh, I, I saw a, a post on social media from Chip Scoggins. Um, something along the lines, this football game is so bad, it's entertaining. Uh, Nebraska beat Illinois 20-7, to 7, so you're up to date on what's going on in the Big Ten. All right, uh, game starting at 1 o'clock today here locally in the MIAC. Uh, full slate of games, St. Olaf at Carlton today. They're at Layard Stadium. Augsburg having a good year there on the road at Hamlin. Augsburg coming off that narrow loss to St. John's. Concordia visits St. John's today at Clemens Stadium in Collegeville. Just such a beautiful setting in late September, early October, uh, with the leaves turning there. Gustavus at St. Scholastica. Uh, The Gusties, pretty good team this year. And Bethel uh, tonight under the lights at McAllister. In the northern sun. NSIC football action today, and Southwest Minnesota State visits Augustana. Sioux Falls in a noon start already leads twenty to seven at Concordia of Saint Paul. Once again, Southwest Minnesota State at Augustana. Sioux Falls already leading at Seafoam Stadium along I ninety four in Saint Paul, twenty to seven. And of course, as we move through the day, we'll keep an eye on the the. Uh, Scoreboard locally as well. Two hours away from our extended pregame show. Chris Hatterberry is scheduled to join us with a lineup card tease following the news and weather at 2 o'clock here on News Talk. E3O WCCO. Here are the other games in the northern sun uh, today. Once again, Sioux Falls already leading at Concordia St. Paul. UMD long trip to Wayne State, Nebraska for a 1 o'clock game. We already mentioned Southwest Minnesota State at Augustana. Uh, The Vikings, a very good team this year. MSU Moorhead visits Minnesota State. That is a 2 o'clock start today. Dragons off to a good start, tough task in Mankato today. Winona State visiting Bismarck to take on Mary. And Minot State visits Northern State. Bemidji is idle today, of course. Upper Iowa uh, no longer in Uh, the Northern Sun Football Conference. 12.45, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back so much more here on a Saturday. Steve in for Shaletta early today. We have the Twins and Astros later. Once again, lineup card at 2.45. First pitch, 3.45 today. It'll be Ober against Verlander here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. MLB playoffs, round number two start today. The divisional round, Texas at Baltimore, delayed at the start by rain. They're they're getting ready to get started there. Uh, That that was scheduled for a noon start our time. Uh, Looks like uh, the bad weather is going to move out of the area around Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Rangers-Orioles getting started very shortly. Twins and Astros later. First pitch, 3.45. You'll hear it here. Corey Provost, Dan Gladden, Chris Atterbury on the lineup card, an extended version at 2.45 today. Chris scheduled to join with kind of a tease of what we'll hear in that hour in the lead-up to first pitch. Uh, Chris will join us following the news and weather at 2.10 today. Tonight, NL takes over. Phillies-Braves, game one outside Atlanta. And then Arizona in LA, Diamondbacks Dodgers, and that'll start uh, at 8:20 our time tonight. And our ball game over against Verlander. Lineup is set. We'll have another round down, a rundown of that a little bit later on. Yesterday, Jason DeRush had a chance to visit with General Manager Thad Levine. We'll play that for you coming up following the news and weather at one o'clock. We'll preview Gophers Michigan tonight. Little Brown Jug on the line at Huntington Bank Stadium. Andy Greeter will join also with the very latest on the firing of Adrian Heath as uh, Loon's head coach. So we'll we'll get into all of that before 2 o'clock today. And then after 2, all twins. We mentioned Chris Atterbury. Phil Miller will join us. We'll check the Major League scoreboard. We'll run down the lineup one more time and have, some memorable highlights from games one and two in that sweep of Toronto in the wild card round. So uh, thanks so much for joining us here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. A uh, little college football scoreboard update. Right before half, Oklahoma, Texas tied at 17. Uh, Red River rivalry at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Kind of living up to the hype, and it looks like Oklahoma moving in for what appears to be uh, points before halftime to grab the lead.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it is quite the game so far, trading shots left and right. It's it's been quite a game, quite a first half, and uh, kind of excited to get the second half underway as well.
0: Yeah, was the over under on this one seventy? Because I think seventy is in play. Oh yeah, uh, it, it looks like Oklahoma's with a made field goal would go up twenty to seventeen in that football game, but uh, I think yeah. we're far from down. They're, they're starting to just go up and down the, the field on th- each
3: This other. is also kind of a, <laughs> a weird game of one-upsmanship up, one where uh, Texas just had a blunder at the goal line where they could have put a good chunk of points on the board, and OU just came right back, and they also just dropped an easy give-me pass to uh, what would have been a touchdown, but now they're going for the three points, like you said, to kind of wrap this first half up up hopefully 20 to 17 for them uh going into uh the third quarter so we'll see how things go here but yeah it's been it's been it's been living up to the hype pretty much today uh from the from essentially the kickoff of this one
0: yeah and I was curious to see if they're going to have a lot of weather trouble in baltimore today i'm just kind of heading to that uh radar picture at the moment right now and the the front has moved through. There, there's nothing behind that. So what moved through Baltimore uh, is fine. So they should be able to get that ball game in, and they're going to be starting very shortly, uh, Texas and Baltimore. Ober and Verlander coming up later today. Lineup is set for game one. We mentioned this earlier. Uh, Julian Polanco-Lewis, Kepler, Kirilov, Correa, Walner, Jeffers, and Taylor today. And the one thing I would say in keeping a very close eye on games one and two in that first round wild card sweep of the Toronto Blue Jays, Twins got outstanding pitching, number one, and the fielding was terrific. The Carlos Correa play uh, to throw out Bichette at the plate in game one, and I think there's been a lot of talk about it. The more I think about it, it is one of the better plays I think I've ever seen an infielder make in a big spot in a game. This this is as good as it gets.
1: And here it is. Tapper off a home plate, tough play. Polanco, he's going to miss it. Do or die play. And Biggio around third is going to try to score. Throw to the plate is out. Non-stop around third as the ball went by Polanco. Correa was backing up, fielded it, threw to the plate, and Jeffers short-hopped it, fielded it,
3: and made the tag out.
0: Yeah, that that, that is literally as good as it gets in that spot. And then uh, Carlos Correa talked about that play. Well, when I when I saw the big chopper.
2: And I saw it was gonna be really in between. I started like kind of creeping that way because those are really tough plays, and the ball stayed down on him on the grass. And once I saw Bo look at the ball, like I knew he had intentions. Like I could see it in his eyes that like he had intentions of being aggressive. And I just went after him. It's a throw that you don't practice. Like you, you practice it to first base, but like to home right. play like that from that angle. Like I never practiced that throw before. Um, and you know,
3: I, I put it on the money, so it felt, it felt really good.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know about you, Josh. That that's as good a play as you're gonna see.
3: Yeah, a lot of and, people are a lot of people sorry to cut you off there, but a lot of people are calling it kind of the modern day flip, the Derek Jeter flip essentially, 'cause that that's right up there with a as clutch of oh. a play as you can make as an infielder in the, in a postseason situation like that. It's it doesn't get any better than that. Obviously you would love for Polanco to not make that mistake, but it's it's one of the best recoveries that you could you've ever seen in baseball.
0: Yeah, just an Absolutely phenomenal play, considering where he started on that play and where he had to go to pick that up and then throw a dart to the plate to get the runner is just absolutely terrific. And, of course, Royce Lewis, a couple of home runs to get everybody charged up and the Twins go on to the sweep of the Toronto Blue Jays. We'll we'll sprinkle in more highlights as we move through the day. As we mentioned, all the news, all the weather. Jason DeRush, a great chat with General Manager Thad Levine yesterday. We'll get into that coming up.